Hi everyone, um, <laughs> firstly I just have to say I'm sorry if this gets like, like noisy in the background, like I'm recording this in a hotel, <laughs> um, in London, I didn't expect to be here, I didn't actually expect to be doing a, a, a recording today, so, sorry. Um, but I just wanted to kind of get this out because I said I would on Instagram <laughs> and it's, you know, it's about time I started keeping my Instagram promises. We live in a, a place and a time in which no one has to actually do what they say they're going to do. So I guess I'm going to try and do and say what I'm going to do. Oh, I got myself confused, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, so let's do this, you and me. outside and I've always had like a love-hate relationship with rain because on the one hand sometimes it makes me feel sad you know because it's like it always gets darker when it rains I just have this sense of like hopelessness that just kind of comes over me but on the other hand I think sometimes it can be so beautiful Maybe it's because right now, to me, everything else seems beautiful, but I think the rain tonight is beautiful too. Oh you, the one, magnified a million times, palette swapped but always pretty, the one I've met a hundred times, at the beach, at the bar, front of class, behind the bike shed. I always love you the most, and you last forever, from my heart to the world. Every single you I've ever known. I can't remember who you are, but every person I meet has had you in their hands, and knows every detail I got down when you still lived in my typewriter. Oh, you. I was in Sainsbury's when I wrote that. Just like, <laughs> I'd been really angry earlier that day and I'd gone on like this, ran on social media about racism. <laughs> Cause I was just like really angry about stuff. And then I was just like in Sainsbury's and um, I was in the aisle with all the milk and everything and suddenly I just thought, I wonder what's going to happen to all the people that I write stuff about, you know, because... I mean, on the one hand, they're immortalised forever, but on the other, they're really not, because, you know, 
once you create something and you put it out to the rest of the world, to the universe, then that person that you write about, they become a million different people. They become whoever the reader needs to see, whoever they want to see. And, I, and so I, I wonder if, if all these people that I have loved with far too much enthusiasm, well, do they really live forever? Or do I just tell myself that and tell them that? Because I'm kind of afraid of letting go of everything that we had and everything that I've now uh, created. I Was any of it even real? If you're wondering, I did end up getting strawberry milk. It was a productive shopping trip. Wedded blissful boredom is no match for living in passionate sin. I didn't steal her man if her man took off his ring and sold himself. She called me home wrecker watching from windows that were busted before I arrived as he sold himself to me over and over again. I mean, it's the old question of, you know, can a person be stolen? I don't think they can. I think, you know, we're all people with our own will and our own our own minds and I think sometimes you know some people will stray some people will do bad things but you know at the end of the day they're really the only ones responsible for that and sometimes I think some people are a bit delusional you know and that's that's kind of where I was going with that and that's kind of where I got the inspiration from because some people are delusional about you know what they're what they're defensive of you know maybe it was all broke before somebody else even got involved maybe you're just projecting because it's hard to admit that everything's screwed up maybe that's not someone else's fault maybe it's not even yours maybe you just need to Except that some things don't last forever. Everybody cares. Everybody calls. Everybody thinks I'm great until they don't. And I don't know how to stop them from changing their minds. They tell me to talk, to tear a piece of myself for them to consume. But I'm talking right now and nobody hears me. I don't know how much louder I, I could be. 
Everybody checks in to check how I am, but they don't hear my scream. Just the scream of the kettle and the sound of their own voice, because I'm probably fine anyway. I'll manage. Until I don't. And then everyone is angry because I'm not superhuman and I can't survive on my own and they're disappointed that I've dropped everyone that I've carried my whole life. You know, I don't mean to sound like, you know, one of those people that's incredibly ungrateful, but sometimes it's really difficult to be doing okay. Because then when you're not, nobody really expects it and no one knows what to do because, well, you know, <laughs> you're always the one that knows what to do, what's going on, you know. If you don't have it together, then, well, what hope is there for everyone else? But, but sometimes you just have to let go and say you know what, I know this isn't going to be great for everybody else and I know that you need me to be strong and I know that you always have needed me to be strong but today I'm not and tomorrow I might not be either because, because I can't pretend that I'm unstoppable and I can't pretend that I'm not a real person who exists and is here and has been alive this whole time trying to bury everything inside of me so that I can keep all of you together. I'm a teenager in love when I'm tumbling from the sky at the sight of your smile or an undone button on a shirt I'd love to slip from the sweetness of your chest so I can get a better view the sky is not a boundary for how you send me soaring and all butterflies stay true watch me fly Teenage lying about her age butterfly and land on your cute crooked nose to kiss, kiss, kiss. drags her back to me from the good day I hoped we'd have. I'm made of storm clouds, despite my sunny moments that she clings to and begs to stay so she's not alone with my misunderstood melancholy. 
I've got a vial of vicious voices that I pour into her every morning, even though I hate the taste. Slightly less than I hate her, apparently. Some days I love this enough to let her swallow a lifesaver with my self-loathing, and I let her call her parents to remind them we're still in the race. I know there is a girl inside my head who wants to save us, but I see a slip over the edge of wherever, and I can't stop her screams. I don't remember when I went from singing to my mirror, to cursing it and crying, that I'm still staring back with no idea why I'm crying. I'm high on the idea of getting out of here for good. You wanna come? I was really worried about titling a poem about depression as depression is not real. Then I was like, I should give my audience some credit. I'm sure they're smart enough to figure out exactly what I mean. It's fine. I just, I was really struck by the fact that people will still just walk around saying, oh, depression's not real, even though it's, I mean, it's scientifically proven and how many times do people have to say yeah it's quite real I am dealing with it right now before people get it I just I find the whole thing very confusing personally but I guess I was kind of inspired by that you know in terms of titling anyways I just hope people don't take it the wrong way Perfect never crossed my mind. We never were. We never are. But what we were keeps me awake. Mortal Kombat, microchips, and the sense it was over before it ever began. No matter how much Lambrini, how many cheeseburgers you could carry in the middle of the night. I think sometimes things just aren't supposed to happen. Like everything can fall in place so it will, but that doesn't mean it's meant to, you know, and it's it's like as soon as it occurs the universe is just like, okay, uh this got through the fence, but nope. And I think sometimes we're resistant to listen to that, but I mean guys Fate knows exactly what she's doing. Just chill. Let her do her thing, man. Every time we hook up, I'm so loved up. Hooked on you, though I know I'm just a kiss to you. I'm dressed up in my stories, but you can't read. Your name is on my wrist, your name is on my lips, and you love the taste of yourself. My lipstick on your neck says, please don't let me go, though you never held me, and I'm just a kiss.
kiss consumes me. They've given up love for them. 40 days, 40 nights, love withering in the desert sun, longing for the oasis of romance when the fast is over. Their old hunger will be gone, born again as new lovers, not intended to meet once more. She will discover a new man, her first meal shall be new lips as he crawls from the desert for the freedom of new love. Good night kids, I love you.